Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Patty's Playhouse, we're at Tallahassee Real Talk 93.3 FM, and we talk real estate. It's not um, an illicit show, just because it's called Playhouse, hmm. so you know. Well, it all depends on the moment that you <laughs> Hashtag tune in. not a sex show. <laughs> Hashtag. Unless you want it to be. <laughs> I could talk slower. <laughs> Start smoking. That kind of voice. Hey, at three ninety nine a Delilah. minute. Delilah, <laughs> right? right? What was that digit? Was it, was it nine oh nine? I wonder. I can't remember the digits in Philly, when it was a, a special talk type. I can't recall in Philly, but I, all I remember. I think it was nine six nine. When I think all it was this was going on, I remember that Miss Cleo and oh yeah, all of the. Uh, we should start that. We could nine hundred numbers. We could do futures. We could talk. I wish I would have known my future of today before today. <laughs> well, that's Scott Cowart. Hey, hey. Scott Cowart, he's my business partner. We're with Allison James Estates and Homes, and it's a relaxed show. We don't have a guest today, but you're going to learn a lot, because we did. <laughs> <laughs> if we could only bottle it up. Oh, right. That's true. a lot going on. Well, good news. Good news in, in the United States. The federal government runs the flood insurance program, so, you know, whatever there. But they finally passed the National Flood Insurance Program Wednesday. So that's fine. It is always fine. Realtors lose their shizzle. 
lobbyists lose their shizzle. Like, do they really think that they're not going to pass it? It's ridiculous. What does it mean to the people at home? It means to the people at home that they can still buy flood insurance See? if they live in a flood zone. That's what you're learning. Because right the federal government is it's basically self-insuring. Correct. So there, if you pay for that insurance, like mine was three fifty-eight or something this year. If you pay for that, then you you're covered if there's a flood, like in my hometown of Hershey right now. So I'm hoping that the people I know and love that listen to the show had flood insurance. If they didn't, then they need a good sump pump and a squeegee. Because it's very sad right now, and it's just because it rains since Saturday. That's Saturday amazing. to Wednesday, it has flooded the Juniata Creek, because I'm from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. The Juniata, Hershey Park had to close. Kno, it's Knobles, even though it's really Nobles. It's Knobles, because that's where I live. Knobles, which is another amusement park, had to close. And they were smart. They knew it was coming. So they, it was really, it's a really old park. Like, they still take tickets. Right. And they took all of the, um, the carousel, the really old carousel. They took all the horses off and the... The little rides. They took them apart, disassembled them, disassembled them, not disassembled, and protected them because they're all wooden. Is is that area prevalent to flooding, or is this abnormal just based on? It's bad, normal based on. It was very hilly, so it's not right. really. So yeah. just the rain. Well, and yeah, the, the Susquehanna ties in. You know, comes from up north, right. so it flows south. So anytime there was a heavy winter. There's going to be more than likely have flood because of ice and right. Yep. Well, that's unfortunate for yeah, those people. Very unfortunate. I mean, Hershey's high up; it's not low, but we live in the Susquehanna Valley, so in and of itself, it's a valley between the Blue Ridge Mountains and whatever other range. I don't are know there, what it is. Are there flood zones there yeah. similar to here? There would be. I mean, it just seems with. So but much, it's going to so be more hilly. Hills. There's just so many creeks, and so the Susquehanna rises, the creeks rise, and there you have it. But overall, the rains and Saturdays what caused it. And so Molly, my daughter, who I talk about all the time, she's a reservist and works for the Army at Fort Indian Town Gap. And her one of her supervisors had bought a new Jeep. And he gets into this water at this point is like a third of his wheel. That's what he says. Well, by the time he finished getting through whatever intersection or he was trying to, the water just came rushing. And he had, he got, luckily, he's skinny. I would die. I would literally be dead. He got through his um, sunroof and was able to get out. And he was on his phone. I, I shared it with yesterday, Patty Johnson Wilson. And he's like, somebody come help me. Someone come help me. Because he's on the top of his Jeep while water is just rushing. Unreal. Unreal, but I would be dead because... The panic would have set in. But anything he could have done, like, that could have flipped the car. I mean, it was just... He's like, oh, there's that car. That's gone. And he's talking real slow, like, to calm himself. Right. That car's gone. Somebody help me. Oh, and then he sees a fire engine. He's like, they're coming to help me. And then the fire engine turns. Yeah, when it comes like that, that would be so scary. It's like it's like driving into If you a, see a water pond or turn ocean. around... I mean, it is... So I had that conversation with my daughter. She had drives a Jeep. He had a compass. She has a Cherokee. Please turn around. Do not think that you are so invincible that you don't turn around. Right. Turn around. You can't control water. It's it's just unbelievable. But Hershey is just really bad. Hershey, Molly's uh, Lebanon County, 
is bad. I mean, it's just bad all around. So, I mean, this is something where FEMA would kick in and your flood insurance would kick in. So you can buy flood insurance and not require it. And it's just a little buffer. And my second tip is going to come in the next break. But seriously, for $350, you, you get your you get your family safe. You go to the highest level in the house. You put what's really sentimental to you, and then the rest is whatever. It's just a peace of mind you can For rebuild. Three fifty, whatever, yeah, whatever not, that looks. I like. know I can walk out of my house during the next hurricane, and there's a patty, by the way, if it, you know November hits and we go in with a Y, um, then I'm good. Right. I don't have to worry. I take my grandma's blanket and my grandfather, and then I leave. Well, I hope everybody's okay. It's just there. a different mindset when you know your your yeah, it's stuff peace of is mind, safe for sure. and your kids. You're not trying, and some people can't. Some people can't afford it, but if you can, it's less than probably some of your cell phone bills. Correct, especially for especially ma- per many month out there. And you do have to pay it all at once. You can't pay it per month like you do your homeowner's insurance. But it is definitely peace of mind that I don't have to worry about anything coming to my house. Really. I would turn my bond, which is the next tip. Something happened. So how was your week, Scott? Uh, week pretty good. I've had a few rocky uh, challenges with a couple of deals, but nothing earth-shattering that I can't get through. But it's been a good week. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. This is Real Talk 93.3 FM. We're in Tallahassee, Florida. My Facebook page is Patty with a Y-S Playhouse. I'm up to 2,000 followers on Twitter. Not a lot compared to some people, but it's organic, so it's pretty cool. So I'm on Patty's Playhouse on Twitter. If you're a Trump follower, you might like that. Um, I try to be funny. We've got grassroots. Grassroots organic. Right. Organic. There's... And then Instagram, you know, the whole nine yards. But so, yeah, we podcast the show. So after the radio spots aired, we can, we can podcast it and you can listen to it at any time. So go for looking any for reason, us. Mm-hmm. Go looking for us in, in any bar to no. We don't really. We haven't drank at all. Uh, and I went to Kentucky. Right? That's a problem, first of all. But I have also scaled back a little unknowingly. I don't know why. You're busy. <laughs> I, yeah, that could be some of it. For You're sure. busy. I have been very busy lately. So, yeah. So we're just going to talk about, like, tips. Tips that we learned this week because we are the fun side of realtors, real estate. We try to make it fun. But tips that we've learned to pass on to you that we hope you use us to sell your home. And if you don't, things for you to look out for the agent that you do use. Because. Correct. We have a lot of stories and they're powerful, (laughs) especially this week. And it's not that people aren't, you know, sufficiently doing their job. It's just life happens. And if you don't know what you don't know, you can't prevent it from happening. And my whole whole life's been, how can I prevent my whole life, I think of things like a flow chart. So if this happens, what do I do? If the next thing happens, what do I do? And if I know that in advance, I can ease the anxiety, which I think is our, our real job, is to ease the anxiety of folks when they go to buy a house. Right. So I think an important aspect of that is, you know, not only are we facilitating paperwork, but the truth of the matter is that if you're not doing something all of the time, I don't think that you are, you don't have your finger on the pulse of what's happening out there. seems like these days people use whoever's closest to them, even if they're part-time or doing it on the side. And often, as I have experienced this week, 
you find challenges that people are not adequately equipped to deal with. So, without- and we have, and, and that cooperating agent, we have no control over who the other agent is. None. Their experience level, and we can't tell them what to do. Correct. Everyone's an independent contractor. Correct, but my, but as a, you know, if I was a buyer's agent, in, in this particular example, it doesn't make the situation any better for those people because I am the person that they speak to. So dealing with that, knowing I have no control over it is very difficult, but not something that I can't get through, for sure. On the other side of the break, we're going to give you some more tips. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Stay tuned. Patty's Playhouse, the fun side of real estate. Not what y'all are thinking. Stop thinking it. Go ahead. Think it. (laughs) 850-656-0009. And we were just talking about, these are more serious tips. They're not like fun tips. These are serious tips that we're talking about today. So this other situation happened where uh, folks uh, didn't know they had termites. So they go to replace their front door. Because they thought it had wood rot and it was covered in termites. Go to think further on, the whole front of the house moves. Goodness gracious. So it's like a bill of $20,000. It's not covered under your insurance. And of course, they didn't have a termite bond. So it would have been covered under a termite bond, but it was not covered under hazard insurance because it's not a Shall I assume these people do not use their front door? I don't know. It's interesting because a lot of people here do not. A contractor shared the story with me. So I really want people to think I'm not here to sell pest control, but I'm here to sell pest control because for $150 a quarter, that would have been taken care of. So just, they had the money, praise the Lord. um, And they were taken care of, but that's a big risk for $150 a quarter versus 20,000 in cash. That's a whole lot of termite bonds, whole lot. A whole lot of termites. Dang, front of the house. And they were subcutaneous, so there was no tenting needed. It just and it was vinyl siding. That's, so they wouldn't have seen it. Mm. Those are, right. So it's just something to think about when you're you're living in your home and you're not really looking like I my husband doesn't do this. He can you know, we'll talk about him another time, but he is not mechanical anyway. Tying his shoes, he got that. But anything mechanical, like when I go to a car, my dad taught me to walk around the tires. I always check the tires. I always check my car. I was military. I worked on airplanes. It was just something I do before I get in the car. Because when you're military and you work on airplanes, you walk around the airplane. You have to check everything before you go do it. So I've always done it. And I do walk around my house. But most people live their life and they're not necessarily conscious of that. And they're not working like that. But I, I am, praise God. Um, 
Yeah, me too. Because, I, I'm all about deferred. And people who don't sure I don't take get deferred their maintenance. oh yeah, you are much more I, I, even more fastidious than I am. But you things happen daily, and they don't you don't pay attention, don't pay, and then it's a big big deal. And that's why I talk to people about wood rot, which is not pest, but it has the opportunity. So if you have moisture, he said that they had rain buckets around their house and sandbags around their house, which we already talked in they another didn't listen show to our show a about couple weeks sandbags, ago. and it holds the moisture. And you're just asking for bugs and pests and, and money to be thrown away. So, yes, it's a hassle to go and have the sandbags out and then pick up the sandbags. Use bags of rock. I use rock. Sand is free, basically. It's your tax dollars. But I go and anytime there's a storm and I think it's going to be weird, I have 10 bags of rock to block my garage door and to block my rear pedestrian door that it's there. And I just keep it in a bag. And it doesn't get soggy, and it's just away from my home. It's by my shed. But it's not going to hold moisture. If you're going to bring in things to protect your home, bring them away from your home to protect your home. It just doesn't make sense that you would leave them knowing that you're creating damage if you were bringing them there to prevent it. Just a thought. Just a thought. I know that's counterintuitive But people don't know what they don't know. So that's why the HDTVs are really popular, the DIYs. But yes, we want you to make your house look pretty. We do. But we also want it to be safe and secure. And that is the quickest deferred maintenance in the world is you don't even know how much wood rot you have, what that's going to cost to fix. Because you're going to use a carpenter. You can't do that stuff yourself. You shouldn't do it yourself. Let's yeah. put it that way, please. Unless you're a carpenter. Unless you're a carpenter and a painter <laughs> and a really good guy with right. caulk. Because you have to use the right caulk. That's Using the, the wrong caulk. Using the wrong caulk like is never good. my brother-in-law, <laughs> they used the wrong, they had a house in Southwood and they used the wrong, the builder used the wrong caulk. The sub guy used the wrong caulk on the hardy and it it made the, the hardy not, not um, hardy. <laughs> Nobody no. likes soft yeah. hardy, especially likes when soft. you're using the wrong caulk. And it caulk. actually curled, and the paint went bad. So Hardy, um, James Hardy, the company, uh, had the warranty on it, and they paid to have that Hardy removed, replaced, caulked with the proper caulk, painted. All of that matters. The paint matters. The bu- All of that matters. What kind of paint? I mean, ask questions. So that's why we're here. That's why I do it. Well, aesthetically. Fountain I mean, of information. Aesthetics are always good for a home and to sell a home, but aesthetics in and of itself may get you an offer, but it will not sell your home. You will not go to closing. You will not. Nine times out of 10. If you've got other issues that are more formidable and foundational, not gonna happen. No. So you gotta start with the big stuff first. And the foundation, I mean the foundation, the siding. Everybody wants the new floors, the gray and the white, the stainless appliances. But that stuff on the outside is what keeps the stuff on the inside right. worth something. So I, I can I can get to that, but it all starts with making sure that yeah, I mean, there's if you've a reason got to 7, do it. Seventy five hundred and deferred maintenance plus a roof, that's fifteen grand. Before you've even and that okay, so on an appraisal line, so say the house is worth two hundred. Paper wise, inside's fine, but on the outside it needs new siding and a roof. We just automatically subtract. And now the house is worth one eighty five. Well, it's a dollar for dollar. It doesn't work that way when you increase the value, but when you have deferred maintenance, it's this. It's what the um, appraised value would become minus the cost to cure, and the cost to cure is what the fix is. So it becomes one eighty five. 
So it's $15,000 to fix it. And it has to be done in a workmanlike manner. Those are the words we use. Hmm. So yeah, it's it's your line item, direct subtraction off the the market value of the property. Take care of your deferred maintenance people. But that but if you add carpet and appliances, it's not a dollar for dollar. Well, that it's makes sense. It's only in the in the takeaway is it a dollar for dollar, which ticks people off. But hey, I'm not here to make you happy. <laughs> Thank God we <laughs> I'm know here that. To explain use pap, okay? <laughs> and use pap says do this, and we do it, and the banks say do it, so we do it. And that's it. Can't do anything different. So yeah, it's a complete direct dollar for dollar subtraction. When deferred maintenance is any, uh, we had a show completely about it just recently. It's anything that is supposed to be maintained that you just put off. So you have a fogged window, that's deferred maintenance. You have cracked caulk around your doors, your your pedestrian doors, your interior, your exterior doors. That is deferred maintenance. You have chip paint, deferred maintenance. What else? Everything. I mean, there's a lot of it. That list could go on. Yeah, if you on. have it, if you have so many fire ant hills that you can't walk in the yard, I'm going to take that into account because that's health and safety. And if I step in one, you got a problem. Cracked concrete in the driveway. <laughs> and there's a lot of that here. Well, that's because of the pine trees. I know. But if you if you don't maintain that, or yeah, I mean, your insurance company is going to like it anyway, so it won't matter. Correct. Right. So that's. Man, it's all something to think about when you're like, what am I going to do with my money this year? You might want to get a, a pest pest inspection and a bond. It, and there's two kinds of bond. There's the bond that's, they're just going to remediate the bugs. And then there's the kind where they fix the issues. So you got to make sure you get the right bond. Well, there's three. And then there's James. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget him. James. Bond. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> See, Good night. I didn't you people are so slow I didn't. today. I was like, James, it's Saturday, my kid. Saturday, asleep. No, James Bond. So I went to Kentucky last week. So tell us more. You didn't drink a lot, I, I hear. I didn't so drink a lot. Well, no, my it's family. a little unimpressive. I drink bourbon. They drink Bud Light. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> or any other type of light. Yeah, There's a light lot of beer. Light. And I was really, we went to that Cattleman's Steakhouse. I took my cousin and because she let me mooch and stay in her house for free. And I was like, why? So Mick Light, Bud Light, Miller Light, that was the choices on the menu. It seems so counterintuitive for Kentucky to have light. <laughs> well, they had. It seems like they, I'm sure I could have gotten a heavy. mixed drink, but I wasn't. wasn't a mixed drink because there was like a tornado coming. So we mm. ate and drove through the tornado. It's crazy. Crazy. Because one side of the sky is completely clear and the other side is uh, Experienced that last Saturday myself here. Oh, was it? It was. I mean, I was out at the inspection that we were having, and I literally was outside, and we were talking to the pool guy, and I looked to my left, and it was like night. <laughs> and I looked to my right, and it was like day, and here it came. I was like, oh. So ushered everybody out, no longer talking about the pool, got to go. So drove home in it. Wasn't wow. fun. Wow. So, yeah, on the other side of the break, we're just going to talk about how did Molly asked me this. My daughter asked me, Mom, I need an agent because she just got pre-approved for a VA loan. Right. And she's like, how do I pick my agent? Hmm. So that's what we're going to talk about. Well. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009.
Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. It's a good song. Do you remember when it came out? Their little yep. hats. They had like sandcastle maker buckets then, on their heads. Then they had uh, lunch boxes and uh, portfolios that you could buy for folders. My sister-in-law, Patty, is the person who introduced me to Devo. Back in whatever, 1983, maybe, 82. Imagine there's two Patty Johnson. I think it's younger than that. I don't know. 82. I think it's 70s. Google it. Oh, you don't have your phone. (laughs) I do not. (laughs) He didn't want to talk to anybody. I am am currently on Do Not Disturb permanently. My daughter asked me a great question last week. She's in Pennsylvania, and she just got pre-approved for a VA loan. Mom, what kind of agent do I pick? What agent do I pick? And I said, well, first of all, you're going to do one where I get the referral so I can give you the money back as a gift. So that's the first thing. The second thing is you're going to use somebody who's full-time, no part-time agents. The third thing is you're going to use somebody that's done more than five to 10, preferably 10 transactions as a working with VA. Because the appraisal is tricky, especially in where I'm from. The homes are much older than here, like 1800s, 1900s. So VA is very important. And you're going to pick somebody who listens to you, who doesn't just tell you what to do, who you feel uh, respects your decisions, but gives you the information so you can so you can make one that's informed and understands that uh, this is supposed to come to a conclusion. So has done their homework on the house before you make the offer. So generally, I I do the homework and I've already done the homework on the house that she has an interest in. So I feel pretty confident no matter what's going. But I don't want to interfere with that agent because they do have a license. But I want her to be sure that she picks somebody who's full time, has done more than, say, 10 transactions with that type of lender, that type of lending and financing, which is the Veterans Administration that understands how the house has to look. Because before you start putting out money for inspections, WDO and appraisal, you can literally put out $1,000 and walk away with nothing. So we want to know that in advance. And somebody who's friendly, who who wants the best for her and will give her the information that she needs. So back to my situation years ago, 1998, we were selling a house and I picked a friend of a friend. And she was a newer agent, and I didn't know that because I didn't know to ask the question. I didn't know anything. I wasn't, I was a nurse. And, you know, just like when you're a new nurse, you don't know everything. And I just figured she didn't, okay, we're fine. We list our house, get a contract. And then it all went down. I mean, went downhill to the point where we lost the house. As it was the winter time, and it was just a wreck. And I hadn't really thought about it until recently. And I it came out of my mouth. Somebody said something about work. And I said, I, I will always strove and strive to be the agent that I didn't have. And I need it. And that's what I work hard really to do. And that's the kind of agent that I want for my daughter as I, as I shadowed them <laughs> 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 and shoulder them because I'm long distance. But I really want, I just want that. I always... I want to be that agent that I needed and didn't have that would put their commission on the line for me if I needed to. So a situation happened with Scott today where, and this is Wednesday because we tape and the house uh, was listed and it was a friend of a friend. So she's the listing agent. She happens to be a part-time agent. So you, it just goes downhill from there and all the other details really don't matter. But the lady owes more than what we knew and there's no way to have known. We, we went through all the mechanics this afternoon, 
There's no way to have known that. There's no way. Only the family and this lady would know. That, and the title company, but they don't know how much the payoff versus that. They don't know how much cash she has or doesn't have. Correct. Because people bring money to close all the time. Yep. So there was really no mechanics that we couldn't fix, that we would have been able to fix or presuppose if this were to all happen again. There's still no way to know. And there's no question because people lie. There's no question because people don't know the whole truth. There's no question to fix this. But Scott said, which is really what I wanted to hear. For, I mean, it was just a good thing to hear because it's how I was trained by um, the Rivers team, was that, look, if this doesn't close, we're not going to get any commission anyway. So we'll just give up our commission. It's not going to fix it because she still owed $4,500 more. But at least he was sincere. I would have been sincere. This is what we can do. And that is the agent that I needed that I didn't have. And so that's what we do. You know? Yes, and I, that made me a little bit clump for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, it really it is. Just, I mean, it, I would want I would I'm want somebody to do I'm it have for to me. Have them go to break because I, you just don't know what that's like when you're in another state and your shit is hitting the fan. I don't know if you had to bleep me, but it's hitting the fan and <laughs> you can say you're shit. losing your house. I mean, you're losing your house, and I hadn't thought about this in years, years and years and years. But I have a situation with out-of-town sellers, and I go check on their house all the time. The thermostat wasn't where they went. I go fix it. And why? Because I want to be the agent that I did not have. Yeah, that makes— Who yelled at me. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Who said, I guess you got—I had thought flashbacks from that. I guess you got what you want. What I want? I got my house taken. So, I I mean, I didn't even understand that. I was so young when that happened. I didn't even understand what that meant. And it was only till later when we got pre-approved again that I knew when they resold the house that I didn't have any debt from that foreclosure that carried over that I had to pay off in bankruptcy. But she didn't even try to resell. Like, I learned I had nothing. I had nothing. And I refused to be that person. Like, I just refused. So I tell people the truth. I let them make their decision after that. Like, I just talked to a girl. She's moving. She has a investment property here. And she's moving from Bradenton to Georgia. So this house is on her books. She wants it off. And I said, look, this is where I think it's worth. But this is your choice. I'm not saying it because I'm putting it back on them. I'm saying it because it's their house. But I'm telling them where I see it. And if anything else happens, I have done my job as a, a human being. And we win. But I refuse. I absolutely refuse to be the agent that I had. And just be like, this is what happened. I don't care if they listen or I don't care what he says to me. They just didn't want to have anything to do with it. They're not taking calls. They're not doing anything. I just have a problem with that. I I think that you have to own your mistakes. And I worked for Rebecca Rivers for a very long time. And that was number one thing she taught me. She's broker here in town. She owns the Rivers team and Keller Williams. and, And she taught me to own your mistakes and even own it when it's not your mistake. Well, Sometimes that's, it's that's not what I mistake. was. That's what I was trying to do today, and I was doing it for all the right reasons, and it's absolutely true in the way that I was raised and the way I feel about things. But more importantly, this is a first-time home buyer, and I hate that this was her experience. And so, if she walks away with anything, mm-hmm. I want her to be able to walk away knowing that what I would be willing to do for, because I wasn't going to help her, other than getting her in the house. It would really be helping the the seller, the listing agent. Because I'm buying down 
whatever it was that she owed, but I was doing it for my client, not necessarily for the other lady, although there were some issues there. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's about making people happy and about future business. And it's not worth it to me to not be anything other than that. So, And there's agents all over the country that offer guaranteed sales. I'm telling you 100% of the time, unless it's Rebecca Rivers, they're not buying home. Read that fine print, because I know she's bought home. That's why she owes, I think she owns like 25 rentals. They're not buying. And there's going to be so many caveats on that that they're not buying it. Or or you can't buy it, or they can't sell it to you, however that works, because you know too much. So please be careful when someone says, I have a guaranteed sale. Nothing in life is guaranteed. Realistically, in this market, if it's not selling, then they're probably not buying it. (laughs) So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I find that very hard to believe. Right. I mean, there's a reason for all of that. And then the other people that offer you rebates, please. First of all, depends how they word it. It's not legal. And second of all, why do they have to offer you money to use them? We don't. It's not legal. I'm not doing it. So don't even ask. Unless you want to give me part of your paycheck. Right. We don't do rebates. We do referrals. We do. Yeah. I mean, I refer people. We take care of our business and we take care of our customers the best way that we physically can without stepping in for them because you have to allow them to. We're transaction brokers. You have to allow them to be the transaction. Realtors are not a party to the contract. Title's not a party to the contract. The lender's not a party to the contract. That's why it's so important to have somebody that will tell you the truth. Even if it hurts your feelings, even if it makes you upset, even if it makes you want to hang up on them, we still tell you the truth. And it really sucks. I'm not going to lie. It hurts. Yeah, but <laughs> I think in the long run, no- I feel knowledge asleep. is power. And they you may not like it, but at the end of the day, you will respect it because you will see. Well, once you get that emotion out of it, and you can take a deep breath and step back and go, we are coming from a place of heart and a place of truth. And that doesn't mean that all the other agents aren't. It just means I know we are. I can't speak for them. And on that note. <laughs> a little very white. A little very white. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now. Yeah. Good So choice. now we're going to talk about some very old Barton on the other side of the break. What good can drinking do? What good can drinking do? I drink all night. Next day I feel blue. Well, there's a glass on the table. Say it's gonna ease my pain. Yeah, there's a glass on the table. Say it's gonna ease my pain. Well, I drink down the bottle. Next day, I feel the same. I said, Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We talk real estate until this segment, and then we talk liquor. Spirits. Yes. So we call it Garnet and Gold, just to be fun for FSU. Garnet's wine or whatever Scott drinks. And I'm gold, which is beer, bourbon, and I had bourbon. I haven't drank much In a town of Bud Light. Yeah, Which I don't, still don't so understand funny. that. I don't know, but that's what they drink. I was like, bourbon, I'll share my bourbon. And everybody's like, no, I'm Bud Light. They're like, oh, no. I guess they had bad nights in bourbon before. But I went and bought, because my um, cousin, who lives in Virginia, mentioned it to me about very old Barton. 
but it's a, you can really only get it in Kentucky. It's cheap. It was like 11 bucks or 12 bucks a bottle. And it was delicious. It's called Very Old, old Barton. Barton. Okay. Very Old Barton by the Barton Distillery. And it's 80 proof. Goodness. It has a good aroma. It smells bourbon-y. I really, really, really. Well, you should like that. I do. Dry, warm finish, because I like it warm. So that works out. And you could drink it straight, and it tasted it tasted great. And I had a little bit of uh, ginger ale in it. Sipped it for, like, on Saturday when we had our family reunion. It was good stuff. That was a good uh, a good thing I learned from you is the ginger ale and bourbon. I don't mind that I at just all. put a tad. Like, just a little. I mean, it's barely. I don't put as, much in it, but I, I like it If you used a syringe, or... it would barely be a syringe full. I put more than that in. But you do. You yeah. use more. Yeah, I don't I use a lot, but just I, uh, it just gives than... it a little sizzle. But I like this. I mean, it was very cheap. I bought four bottles and brought it home. I bought what they had at the package store because that's what they have. So I bought that, and then I bought two bottles at the package store of Buffalo Trace, and that is all they had. Unless I wanted to buy the hundred dollar big cask or whatever, and they were twenty six a piece for Buffalo Trace. I don't know how much they are. I think when you it's can roughly get them here. 32 because the, the other one that I was speaking about, that Colonel whatever, was like 49 So Pennsylvania had, did you see where I tagged you about the auction in Pennsylvania? I did. Those two homes next to one another. No, no, no. Well, that was funny. Separate issue. Okay. Remember, it was your Colonel whatever, oh, Colonel no, Taylor? I did not see that No, yet. Pennsylvania still owns all the liquor stores. In? Pennsylvania. Okay. So there's They're not, in charge there's not of them. There's no privately owned. Mm-mm. Is that the so only place that some... you can buy liquor? Correct. Okay. Beer goes to the beer distributor. Uh, wine, now like Wegmans has it, but you can't go into, um, they have 7-Elevens there. You can't go into their convenience stores and buy beer, wine. Can't do it. Wow. You have to go to those slimy corner bars if you want a six pack. Also, wow. I know. Hmm. So you have to go to the state liquor store. And I guess they had some rare, so they had an auction last week. My sister sent it to me, but I didn't bid on anything. The but one state of the, had an auction. Yeah, the state had an auction on, the, and they were like fifteen hundred. Like, I mean, they were some really nice pieces. But I'm like, I'm not buying that. Sent it to me like it was. And it was that one. One of it was yours. Like, yeah, but it was a, an older yeah, bottle. Clearly, what was that, Colonel? <laughs> what? Uh, Colonel. I think that one went for like hundred and fifty. But there, they had like a Pappy. Pappy Van Winkle went. Hmm, what was it? Colonel Taylor. Colonel Taylor. Yeah, yeah, that was on there. Colonel Taylor was one of those on the auction. I don't have my phone. Bottles. I feel very lost. E.H. <laughs> Taylor Jr. Yes, that was it. Pennsylvania auction. That's a good one, though. That's roughly $49 here. That auction, I don't know what it went for. I'd have to, I'm not quick on that. The The packaging on it is quite nice. Yeah, too. it's pretty. But the very old Barton's pretty. It has that round mm-hmm. base. It was really pretty. I mean, for a $12 bottle, you're thinking, this is crap. But it was delicious. Good. So we'll have some. You have to make an old-fashioned with it. Let me know. Well, I finally bought the orange bitters, but I have not used them. Did you drink anything this week? Not really. No. Really? But tonight I'm on. I have had <laughs> the last two days that I, I'm just, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I mean, you just never know. When you are in a transaction and when you're going to buy real estate, there's risk involved. You don't know when you're putting the money out for the home inspection and the WDO. You're assuming that everything's going to work out fine and you're faith. getting a house at the end. And yes, it's good faith. But even if you sue, you I mean, it's months and months and months. There is no instantaneous. When Christine Thurman was here a couple weeks ago and she was talking about there's nothing instantaneous in the justice system. It takes a long time to get to this place. 
that's the same thing in real estate. There's no drive through. You're entitled to the keys. It just doesn't work that way. So you really got to love the house and trust your agent, whoever that is. And if they are part-time, trust another agent. Make sure that they can focus on you and that they're hearing what the title person says and they're hearing what the the lenders are saying. They need to hear and be focused on what you need. It doesn't mean it can't happen. It just means that we're, you know, I always about, we were going to talk about the fire funnel. We're going to do that next week. But it reduces the number of people involved when you have one person focused on you. You don't want a part-time dentist. No, you don't. And no, I'm not a dental. I, but you don't want somebody who rides two horses with one ass. Hmm. You don't want that. You don't want that in your life. You want somebody who's, when they're serving you food, you want somebody who's focused on you and you're giving them a nice tip. It's what the tip is there for. It's for extraordinary service. You want somebody who can focus on you and take care of you and take care of your home and take care of what you need and tells you, it doesn't hide the truth, tells you the truth. And it's it's more challenging with a part-time agent who has whatever other diversified interests in their life. It's just harder because it's harder to learn. Like I've sold, I don't know, like 400 or 500 gnomes. And, and with each one, you learn something, no matter Absolutely. if it goes great or if it goes south, Absolutely. you still learn. And you're going to take that to the next one and say, well, this time we're going to add this to the, the checklist. And we're going to, you always want to look at the mechanics and say, what, am, what can I do better? How can I uh, prevent any cause, cause action in my business? And, and I don't know, I couldn't do this part-time and I couldn't have done it with young children. Doesn't mean that other people can't, just means that that's Patty's limitations. That's all that is. And when Molly, Molly is going to have somebody who... And it isn't about the children. It's about my time and being able to devote to it. Um, it's not about the kids because I have three. You want the her agent to be able to focus on her. And, you know, and even if someone has their own brokerage, they can still tenure does not equal experience. That they can be tenured and have 25 years, but only sell five homes a year where I'm selling 60 homes in seven months. I mean, it's is a big difference between the two. So tenure does not equal experience. And people throw that around. I've been licensed since 2000, whatever. It doesn't matter. No, it because really, even really like doesn't. my appraiser brain stops me sometimes from thinking bigger, which is why I keep people around me who who help with that limitation. Because I can be so finite in the appraisal, I want to make sure that I have all the information I need so I ask more questions. So I have Scott or I have Lauren who's in our office to make sure that am I missing anything? Because I don't want my blind spots to affect the customer. No, I, I mean, there's nothing in it for us to be like that. I mm -mm. think I think often finding someone that is a problem solver and more importantly is a dare I say a, 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 the Lord way that say. you the way that you think the way, it's just my brain works different. If if three things don't mean something that it should, I question, I, I'm a question everything mm. kind of person anyways. But not in an irritating way. No, no, no. But if you hear three things and then you're <laughs> like, oh, well, that doesn't make sense. Somebody that will say that doesn't make sense. And that to me is the type of person I want. There's a reason with. it doesn't make sense. Right. And you need to dig deeper. Like there's a reason nobody is guaranteeing to purchase your home because if it's not selling, I'm pretty sure that they're going to purchase it for something really low price, and or not at all. Price, condition, or both. Correct. 
And then Time there's a reason. Up. I mean, it, you know, Molly's thinking of making an offer on something or, you know, I don't think she's even close. But say pretend she's making an offer. You know, it's listed for 100 days. In that market, if everything sells for 27, there's a challenge. You need to look at that 100 days and say, why? So you you may not, I don't know, do you, do you get turned on by the, the sweet-talking agent or do you want someone who's going to dig deeper? There's a big difference between the two. And there's somebody for everybody, and I just want to hope, I want to hope that she gets the right agent for her and her transaction. And, and it, you don't have to, this is, you don't have to call the sign and use that agent. You can interview agents just like you interview your doctor, I hope, or you interview your dentist, I even hope more, or you interview your gynecologist, I even hope triple, because you want that, you want to make sure that you feel comfortable with them when the, you're telling them your business. You don't want them to be recording you, Michael Cohen. You, you want to make sure that, you know, that person is, is there by your side and will walk you through it. So that's what our show is about today. Just those serious tips that no one really talks to you about. Yes, we want to sell you a termite bond. I'm not a termite agent. I want you to go get one because you can even have termites with brick. And if you're keeping moist items around your Goodness, house. we almost got through this without it. <laughs> Why? This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. 850 Home of the moist playhouse. Triple zero nine. <laughs>